You're listening to the Flying Goat Farm Podcast with your host, Lisa Check. This podcast is for people who love yarn and fiber and sheep, who love to knit and crochet and maybe even felt. We will be talking about the crossroads between keeping sheep and goats, making yarn, and expressing your colorful self. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Flying Goat Farm podcast. Here's what's happening on the farm. Um, one of the things that, that you don't get when you're living in a neighborhood is having to get up in the middle of the night to check out what's happening when there are weird noises around. Sometimes it might be the screech, and it really is a screech of a fox in the distance, or maybe it's close up. Um, maybe it's a... Um, a howl of a coyote. Thankfully, knock on wood, we haven't had any coyotes around here or heard them at least for um, over a or just about a year. Um, so I hope that they found someplace else to go. Um, last night at two o'clock in the morning, it was a goat fight. It was a goat fight through um, a gate. And it was a consistent bang, 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 bang. Bang, bang, bang. And I didn't know it was a goat fight. It's like, what is that? And it's the, I couldn't see anything. Um, and it just was like a very consistent kind of thing. Bang, bang, bang. It kind of sounded, at one point I thought, oh, you know, maybe one of the barn doors um, is like banging in the wind, but there was really no wind. So I got Bill up and he always does the going out and looking I'm so lucky that he does that for me because I didn't have to get up and do it. So, yeah, it was um, two goats who were, um, quote unquote, talking to each other. They weren't really they weren't making any noises except for banging the, the fence. One would bang on one side of the gate. The other one would bang on the other side of the gate. And they were doing it consistently. Um, so. You know, bless Bill's heart. He uh, rounded up the five that were in a place where they really shouldn't have been. They were kind of in the middle of the the, the walkway that we called the chute. Um, we did. They've been there for like a week, maybe two. And you know, we I, I let them. We let them in there. They were eating down the grass in there, and it didn't seem to be a problem until just last night or this morning at two in the morning with a bang, bang, bang. So these guys, they they felt really lucky because they got a little bit of grain as they were walked back to their um, their little pasture that they were supposed to be in. So um, I guess if you had something like that happen in a neighborhood, you you might go out and look or you might just call the police. And if you're living on a farm, you can't really call the police because um, it's probably something that is your problem, right? Something that a policeman is not going to be able to help you with. Um, like a fox or a coyote or two goats banging through a gate. So that's what's happening on the farm. So today we're going to be talking about, I'm going to uh, be telling you my recommendations for um, books and podcasts that are about creativity, things that I have found that I just love um, and I hope you do too. 
But let's kind of recap where we've been in the last um, three episodes. And um, so creativity is a human trait. We thrive when we make things with our hands and our minds and our hearts. Recognizing that you're creative and that you do art is vital. It's something that's really important in my life. And I am, I think in everyone's life. Um, and you can build your capacity for creativity. Um, and we've been doing that through our creative exercises. Um, we did one on how do you art using art as a verb. We did a window shop, which was not actually shopping and it didn't have to be at a mall, but out and about with your camera or your sketchbook um, or even a journal to just be observing in nature or observing people or um, observing art or anything like that. Just being out and really looking and taking it all in and documenting it. And last time um, you were supposed to look for a color. Um, and again, these are um, ex exercises that you can do any number of days. You do, and so you didn't have to pick just one color. You could pick a color for today and a different color for um, two days from now. And maybe next week it's a different color. Uh, right now, looking for gold would be just perfect because of all the turning of the leaves. Um, or maybe you want to look for those reds that are so elusive. Or maybe some of the um, trees that turn kind of a purple um, in, in the fall. And that would be really fun. And to, again, to docu document your journal, your journey, um, not just for yourself, but um, it, it just also gives you a real look at like, that's where I've been and this is where I'm going and look at these cool things. And it might um, spur some art making in the future. So today, We'll be talking about book recommendations. And here's my disclaimer. These are my personal books. I don't get a fee for endorsing them. Um, and I love books that aren't just all talk. Uh, the, the ones that are mostly all talk, I tend to uh, not actually read all the way through. I don't know if that's something that you do or not. Um, I do love books that give you something to do, especially in the creativity or art realm. Um, I like to be given an assignment um, and I like doing exercises like that because it, I can grow and um, there are things that I ne wouldn't necessarily have thought of myself. Um, I do, I did make a document where you can find these links. Um, and so the links are going are to be on my website page and the page is called free learning resources. And you can look for the creative book list. It will be at the very top of the page. And you can print out the PDF if you so choose. And that has links to Amazon um, to get these books. Um, also, I try to use books. Most of these books are um, from all different kinds of artists and makers. I have a dancer. I have a number of people who are writers um, and then artists in different kinds of um, art mediums. So here's the first one, Creative Strength Training, written by Jane Dunawald. 
Um, this book is directed at all kinds of artists. Jane is a, uh, her work is primarily in textile arts. So there's a lot of textile quilty kinds of uh, photos in the book, but you can take any of those exercises that she is um, telling you about and do make, do it what, by sketching or by painting or using any other kind of media. And she tackles such topics as the committee. I talked about that last time. Um, and um, that's where I learned about, uh, learned to give a name to those voices in my head. Um, and that's one of the, the, the best chapters in that book, because a lot of the artists that she, that have completed the exercises have then um, made art based on that, on their personal committees. And that's really fun to look at. She also talks a lot about obstacles to our creativity, how to um, remove those, get past those. She talks a lot about using what you have instead of thinking you have to go out and buy something. And she also talks a lot about archetypes and how they um, relate to your creative life. So she gives you these exercises and then she shows how some other artists have completed those exercises. So that's really great too, because you can see um, examples of what other people have done. Creative Strength Training by Jane Dunewald. My next book is called Making a Life. It's written by Melanie Fallick. And um, I've talked about this one on my on the podcast before. I talked about it in season two, I think. Um, this book highlights all, all different kinds of makers and many different kinds of media. Um, and I loved it. It's the kind of book where you can dip in and dip out. You don't have to read it cover to cover. You can um, go in and read about a particular maker or maybe a particular uh, a, a maker that uses a particular medium that you're interested in. And they talk about their lives. They talk about their art. Um, there's great uh, photography that's very inspirational. It's a great inspirational book. The subtitle is Working by Hand and Discovering the Life You Were Meant to Live. And one of the um, most fun for me interviews is she interviews um, Judith McKenzie, who is just a great spinner, dyer, um, she has great stories to tell, just a wise, wise woman. And it's really fun to see where she lives. She talks a lot about where she lives when you take a class with her, but to actually see um, her surroundings, it was really inspirational to me as well. That's Making a Life by Melanie Falick. I think that's how you say her name. Okay, Conscious Creativity by Philippa Stanton. Um, the subtitle here is Look, Connect, and Create. So this, I, this book just really got to me. Um, it's very aspirational and inspirational to me. It's chock full of exercises. Most of them are in obser ob observation and then making connections um, and just being more present in your life. Um, at the beginning of the book, she has one of the 
exercises that she has is a, a kind of an inventory of what kind of artist are you? And um, then she, and so you, and because I like to write and I like to write things like this, I was really um, drawn in to this. And then the second one is also an inventory of like, you know, your five favorite places or um, your five favorite foods, things like that. That's really, again, fun to think about and see, oh, are there connections between um, my five favorite places and maybe the colors that I always use when I'm dyeing yarn, something like that. So making connections between um, your observations about yourself and your world and your art. And the other thing that I love too is um, the kind of the outside of the box thinking when she's talking about, you know, go, you know, look for some shapes or go and look for the colors. I got the color um, exercise from this. She's also saying like, go into your kitchen and find, you know, all the things that are cubes or go into the, um, into your kid's uh, toy chest and look for, you know, all the pieces, puzzle pieces, or um, game pieces that are green, stuff like that. So, and then, and then document those. So it's a really, it's a really fun book. So that's Conscious Creativity, written by Philippa Stanton. Next book is The Well of Creativity. And this was, um, they say it's written by Julia Cameron and others. Um, it was originally a series of radio programs on D New Dimensions Radio, and then it was transcribed in a book. And so the interviewer on the radio program is Michael Toms, and um, he is asking the questions. This is one of the rare books in my creativity collection. It is an all-talk book. Um, it, I don't have... I think this is the only one that's really an all talk book, but I loved it because it had, um, I wrote down here two of my favorite authors, but really there's three of my favorite authors that he interviews, Julia Cameron, Natalie Goldberg, both of those talk a lot about creativity and about writing. And then the third one is, um, Isabel Allende, um, fantastic art author. He also talks to Keith Jarrett, who is um, a pianist um, that is just excellent too. Um, and so it's it's fun to to you know read their interviews that they did about creativity. They're very thought provoking, and a lot of them include topics of like how to fit creativity um, into your life and um, how to make it part of your normal routine especially in those two interviews with Julia Cameron and Natalie Goldberg. That's The Well of Creativity, written by Julia Cameron, Michael Toms, and others. So this, the next book is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Um, it's in its 25th anniversary edition. I think I bought it uh, when it just came out well over 25 years ago. Um, and I keep saying to people, and I've written about this before, this book sa saved my life. 
Um, that may seem very dramatic, but it really did. It was part of um, unfolding creativity in my life as I tried to move forward out of a really bad situation. And it, the book provided me with lots of food for thought. It gave me, um, a, it made me feel more connected to myself and it allowed me to move forward in a creative way, but also just in a personal way. It's um, divided into 10 chapters and each chapter has such topics as um, compassion or safety or abundance or integrity. Um, the basic three premises that she has is one, you need to do morning pages. That's where you write um, three pages in a notebook. She, lets, she says you have to write them in longhand, which um, I did because 25 years ago, I didn't have a computer yet. Um, now I do it on the computer, although she still thinks that it's, uh, makes, it's a better connection if you do it longhand, but I just have gotten into the, the um, habit of doing it, my morning pages every day on the computer. So you do your morning pages. You also take yourself on artist dates where you make a date with yourself and go and do something that fills you up. And she also talks about taking um, a walk every day where you are just with yourself, not with music or a podcast or anything like that, just observing around you. The act of walking is a type of meditation and it can connect you to um, more powerful creativity in your life because you're freeing up your mind to be thinking about other things. That's The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. She has There's a whole bunch of books that she's written about The Artist's Way, um, but this is the, this is like the flagship of that series. This is a fun one, The Little Spark, 30 Ways to Ignite Your Creativity. Again, this is chock full of exercises, um, including ones called Make a Mess. Um, this is the um, place where I found the go window shopping exercise that I gave you um, earlier. And again, it's, it's 30 different little um, chapters and with 30 different exercises. And it, you can dip in and out of the book. So it makes it really fun. Like if you, you're saying, oh, I feel like doing something today, but I don't know what. So you just open the book to a page. And, so, and it would be like, oh, make a mess. So um, and she gives you certain guidelines for that. That's The Little Spark by Cassie Bloomston. And this one, um, it, this next book, I have not finished yet. I've just started reading it. It's called The Creative Habit, Learn It and Use It for Life. And it's written by Twyla Tharp. So, you know, great dancer and choreographer. Um, and so it's like a totally different um, way of looking at creativity, you know, from writing to actually making art or making quilts or making fabric to now here is an artist who is using her body. Um, and it's she it's full of great stories about her life and then uh, really good 
exercises that you can do. Um, and a lot of them are physical. And um, so it's, it's a fun, different way of looking at creativity. So that's The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. And I thought I would also tell you about a few creativity podcasts. Um, there's the Creative Creativity Matters podcast. And this one, she talks about um, what she is doing in, um, in her life. She is primarily, I think, um, someone who is uh, a visual artist. And um, she talks about creativity. And then she talks about how things that she's doing with her art. The Creative Genius Podcast, I just only started listening to this one too. And um, this one is uh, an interview format where the host is interviewing um, artists. Fiber Nation is put out by um, Interweave Press. And that one has been really fun to listen to because there's a lot that they talk about that is um, historical. Uh, for instance, there was a really great one about um, how they developed the Kitchener stitch and the whole this whole story about trying to get enough socks for the soldiers in World War II, World War One, and how they needed to people uh, British knitters they they wanted British knitters to make socks for for their soldiers, but they had to not have any seams in them, and so that's how the Kitchener stitch got um, developed. So that was really an interesting podcast. And there was another one that was about, you know, finding a body in a peat bog and, and tracking down, you know, who, who this person must have been through the clothes that were still intact because it had been in the peat. There is making conversation. So there it's a, that's a, a podcast about making. There's the Weave podcast, which is, that's an interview program. One of the ones on there that I really loved was a woman, talking to a woman who is growing um, indigo in South Carolina. And that was really fun. And of course, there's the Flying Goat Farm podcast, season three, um, for a shameless plug. But you're already listening to that one. So here's your create next creativity exercise. And this one I took from the Twilight Tharp book. You can do this once, or you can do this many times. You could do this alone, or you can do this as a family activity. So you are to make a list of 10 verbs. Now, if you're listening to this, I want you to pause the podcast right now press the pause button and write down 10 verbs. I'll wait. So I might write something down like spinning yarn or knitting or braiding or kneading or stretching. So something like that, write down 10 of those. Are you ready? Hopefully you didn't look ahead. So now the the exercise is to act out or dance out or move out those verbs. So act out those verbs in movement or dance. So again, this is something that you can do 
with your kids. It's something you could do with um, a, with a family group. It's something you can do one time, or it's something you could do like every day. Um, it's really fun and getting to think about how how could I show spinning with just my spinning yarn with just my body. There's a bunch of different ways I can think of doing it. Um, and that's part of this opening your mind and using a different part of your um, of your persona to show your creativity. Because I don't know about you, but I just I use my head and my hands and my heart a lot, but I don't use a whole lot more of my body. Um, I, there's certain things I have to do, like you know, picking up big pots and you know, putting down big pots and you know that kind of thing. But I don't. Uh, use my body in a creative way. And so this is a real fun way to expand that part of my creativity. I hope you will try it. And so until next time, as usual, I would love to hear about your stories or experiences. You can send me an email. You can leave a voicemail on the Anchor app where you're listening to this. Um, And the next time, Um, We'll have an interview session with a few of my favorite people about how they raised creative children and how they think um, you can foster more creativity within your children or grandchildren as well. So until next time, happy making. Well, that's this episode of the Flying Goat Farm podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a review. Have a question you'd like me to answer? Send an email to goatherd at flyinggoatfarm.com. And to see our farm and yarn and roving, check out our website at flyinggoatfarm.com. Follow me at Flying Goat Farm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm Goat Herd on Ravelry. Until next time, happy making.